Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, mother freaking Koopalings! Welcome to Nintendo Direct Day 2021. That's right, the internet is ablaze. We've seen all the announcements, we've seen all the news. We're here to break it down, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like from the latest, greatest, classic, traditional, real Nintendo Direct. The first one in I'm over so a excited. year. I'm so excited. Freaking hyped. Freaking oh. hyped. Rebecca, you were so right. Hyped. I didn't think we were going to have one, and we did. We got one. I felt it. You single-handedly willed it into existence. You were like, you know what, Nintendo? <laughs> the people need it. Rebecca, it's like you have sources They or saw something. my parody direct, and they got inspired, and they're like, you know inspired. what? Inspired. I think they got competitive. We they're like, Let's we've got to bring our A game. <laughs> we just got to throw them a bone. Let's satisfy the fans a little bit. <laughs> The Nintendo people are getting antsy. Let's let's throw them some announcements. Yeah, just 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 a little bit, not too much. <laughs> Before we get into it, because we have a lot to get into. How do you guys feel about? So last week when we recorded, we didn't yet we did not yet know that we were having a direct. Mm -hmm. So how did you feel when the the tweet happened? I couldn't believe it. Like, the direct is happening. Man, dude, I not a believe not it. a partner direct, not an Indies direct, not a showcase. To, the direct. It felt good. There's, mm -hmm. you know, we obviously get so excited about the announcements and the games, but I think just the feeling of knowing that there is a direct, that feeling in the community, people getting excited. I always compare it to Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. It really, really feels like Christmas Eve. And just knowing like that feeling, you only get it so often. I love it. I it felt like E3, man. E3 Nintendo. It, it, it felt like that. And it really sucks because I had to work a lot yesterday <laughs> and this morning. <laughs> But I made it through, and man, that that direct was awesome. Often, often imitated, never duplicated. We've seen other companies yeah. try to do the direct thing, and they've got their connects and their other things that they do. It's not the same, is it? It's never the you same know, as when Nintendo no. tweets, "Tune in, folks, the Nintendo Direct is coming." Right. We kind of expect from Sony and Xbox, like the kind of shows that they're doing. It's like, okay, we understand what they're doing. We don't expect too much. A little bit of excitement. In E3 a little bit more, but Nintendo's a whole other league. There's whole, just whole something so special about it. I, I wonder what that is. I don't know. Is it's it just Nintendo? Is it. it just our fan fandom? Or it, is it it could be? Is it because they've done it? Because they were first they, and they did it first, and I think we're around fans that are very hyped about it. And it's been a drought too, with a traditional yeah. direct. I think that's a and good point, Garrett. We yeah. We've seen recently, basically since the Switch launch, like their first year they were still doing it, but basically that second year in Switch and Forward, they've been real mum on their like roadmap. Mm -hmm. Right? They weren't that way during Wii U. So I think a big part of it is when Nintendo says, we've got a Direct, you get anticipation because you don't know. We don't know what's coming up next we year. We have no idea. Yeah. Right? And we haven't for many years now. It's like they've really kind of changed what they've done. They're no longer giving us three, four, five year you know, notices outside of, you know, a couple of exceptions, which I think that wasn't the plan. <laughs> like the plan for Metro Prime 4 <laughs> wasn't to wait five, seven years before we got it. That wasn't the plan. 
feeling like a Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. And then I think also the fact that they, they said 50 minutes just yeah. brings so mm. many possibilities. It's not like, okay, what what three or four good things might happen in 50 20 minutes. minutes. a long time. <laughs> Especially in a direct time. format where everything is chopped up and everything. Like 50 minutes yeah. a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we're not going to talk about what we've been playing. We're going to talk all about the direct and we're going to talk about your questions. You can ask them in the chat. Um, mm-hmm. We'll do our best to monitor as well. Um, I split the announcements into two parts. Okay. Uh, because this show is going to be long. <laughs> it's just going to be long. <laughs> it's going to be a long show. Um, so I'm going to read off what I what I did was I took this first batch of games and there's like 15, 20, like this boy, this direct jam packed full of content. Even if the content wasn't for you, there's just a lot of it and a lot to sift through. So I took the stuff that I was lesser interested in or things that we already knew were happening. And okay. I kind of group them together. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read them off in like groups. And if you have something to say about one of them, chime in. How does yeah. that work? I think you split it up. I'm looking at it pretty, pretty, pretty much well. the same way I would have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Great. No, that's pretty good. All right. Yeah. So Outer Wilds. Okay. You know me about this game. <laughs> that's my game of the year 2019. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> it's the first one I already screwed up. I'm just letting you know. I, I got the physical edition and limited run games. It's a very great indie game. It's on Game Pass as well. Um, and this is, you know, it's like Majora's Mask. It's like you're trying to figure out the story in outer space in a cycle, right? There's a supernova, yep. an explosion, and then you're trying to learn kind of different puzzles. And what's fig- what's happening to this universe? And it's really, really good at the end. It really packs a punch. I know some people have some like... I'm uh, one of those. Like a learn- learning curve in the beginning. I didn't like it nearly I, as much. Right. It's. I think it's hard to get into. I, I, I understand that. Um, but if you could just get through the puzzles and finish the story, I, I, I don't know how else to explain it, but it was my game of the year 2019. So. I will only back up your saying and saying a lot of people feel that way about this game. Yeah. It doesn't hit for everybody. For those that it does hit for, they absolutely love it. It's mm-hmm. endearing love for this game. So, I mean, that's 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 a game. It's coming this summer. Mm-hmm. World's End Club, uh, out May 28th. Famicom Detective Club, both of them, out May 14th. Actually, Sam- I'm interested in those two. Okay. Anyways, keep on going. Are you sure? <laughs> I, that's it? Well, World's End Club is from the developers of Rampa and yep. the Zero Escape series. They do a really good job with visual novel type of um, kind of visual not you know that when genre. i saw the title i thought no. it was like a world's end with you spinoff or something and then, i, I then thought they said it was too yeah and then i watched it and i'm like this is clearly dankenrampa style and then so. we've got a famicom detective club is a visual novel uh, experience where you're like uncovering a mystery like yeah the thing i said on stream we have a lot of vita games like that <laughs> there's like a bunch we of do. games no it's vita like half like of that. the vita library's visual novel and they're slowly porting over to switch <laughs> Uh, one that I will talk about, Samurai Warriors Five is out this summer. Uh, I'm all, I'm all I'm all back in on the Muso train. Cool. Like between Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, now Persona Strikers. Like I just want all of them now. I'm I'm good. Like I'm definitely gonna buy this game. I'm gonna play it. I want more of them. I want everything. Will you to play have it on Switch, or does it come out on PS4 as well? So I was we were rushing just to even get recording now. Yeah. I have not been able to dive into a lot of this as much as I normally would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it, I don't think is known. I would imagine it would come everywhere else. I don't know if it's exclusive. I would, I would think so too. But I, it's just saying come to Switch right now. The art style looked very Switch-ish, like maybe even more so than some Muso games. So, I mean, I mm-hmm. think I plan to play it on Switch. 
Oh, it looks pretty. It's good. it's it's on. P- it's going to come on PS4 and PC as well. Okay. Okay. On, in summer, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Legend of Mana, HDified. Cool. I have a little bit of interest in that. I thought honest. so. Why are you it laughing? Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I stopped. I paused because I absolutely thought that that'd be one that you're going to get in. It's June yeah. 24th. <laughs> it's been all HD upped, like the sprites and everything. Well, I thought it looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll be down. Out of out of this whole list, that's the one that I think of your your top list here of the ones that we care about a little bit less. That one's at the top of that list for me. Okay. Metopia <laughs> is out May twenty first. Mm-hmm. Fifty dollars. Now, um, there was a list that leaked out ahead of time that really spoiled most of the direct. I saw it. I didn't spoil okay. anybody else's, but I knew this was coming. I messaged Kevin. No I, fake leak would have Metopia on <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, here's the funny thing. I messaged Kevin, and in my head, I'm I'm certain I was thinking of Tomodachi Life. I was like, oh, this is going to be oh. cool. My kids loved it. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's not Tomodachi Life. It's it, Metopia. It's the mini game. And the... I played Metopia. I think I reviewed it. I think I gave it like a six or seven. It's not awful, but it's not great. Right. But for $50... 60. I saw on Best Buy pre-order link. Oh, I bucks. checked the website and it was 49.99 on the eShop. Ma- maybe it's digital 50, but fiscal is 60. That's way too much. Unless they just haven't updated the price yet, maybe. That's way too much. Oh, maybe. Yeah. You guess no, what, that's Garrett? Way too much. Either price was way too much. The both that's prices true. are $25. Wait, is this a remake high. of the 3DS Metopia or yes. is this a new yes. game? Yes. So, so it's not even it's a new game. Oh, it's, it doesn't look good. like a new game to me. It look it's same exact like, it's, art style and it's oh. uh for those I, I do see folks in the chat asking what's Metopia. Metopia is basically okay. like an on-rails RPG game. Yeah. Right? It's like an it's, on-rails it was party for free RPG on 3DS. Was it free? For, it was free for No, me. I think you had to pay for it. I think it was $40. It I did not pay for it, I think. I think it was $40. Maybe you got it through like a promotion. It was definitely not free. Oh, okay. Wow. I would not pay 40 bucks for that either. Yeah, 50 (laughs) or 60 is too much. It's way too much. Um, And it's not that I don't don't like it. I think it's fine. Like, it's a good game. I did have fun with it. The story that I always tell when I think about this game, so a long time Shaq listeners, roll your eyes. I made Jason a mage. And Jason had this little hair in his face that he would constantly like flip out of his way and then say something cool. And for nothing else, it made that game entertaining. Like I couldn't get over that for like 12 <laughs> hours. I was laughing my ass off that Jason was too cool. It for is school. a cute little game. It is. I think maybe it should have stayed probably on the 3DS. I don't, especially because I didn't know that this was just the same game. I thought it was maybe a sequel or something. It was so funny because I messaged Kevin and he was like, because I remember Kevin, Kevin, I think liked it more than me. I'm trying to, this has been five years ago. So I'm trying to remember. I think Kevin liked it more than me. And he was like, most people didn't like it. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, my kids love this game. And then I was watching, I was like, wrong game. My kids love Tamadachi Life, where you could like oh. make everybody mm-hmm. have like little parties and sing together. I remember that one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's different. So mm-hmm. anyway, Metopia is coming. It's coming out in May. <laughs> I was thinking of a different game called Find Me from Me Plaza. It was a Me Plaza game, and it looked and it looked like a Metopia Light yeah. game. There's a lot of 3ds mm-hmm. games that are kind of in this vein. Mm-hmm. DC Superhero Girls is out June 4th. What the hell is this game? I didn't even see it the trailer like, for this. It looks like Bratz dolls with yeah. the big eyes. Bratz, perfect. I was tr- watching yeah. the stream and I was like, what mobile game is this? Like, where did this <laughs> yeah, come no. from? That shouldn't have been included. That, yeah. I think, was it wasn't trailer. a highlight for me. Um, it's not. I think the people watching the direct weren't the audience for that. Brian <laughs> said it's a cartoon. 
So maybe it's hot with the kids. Oh, it could be a maybe kids like cartoon show or something. Yeah, maybe. Apex Legends is out March 9th, which we've known. Uh, plant, uh, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville out March 19th on Switch. Uh, that's from EA. It is a port. That game's been out for a couple years now. Okay. I liked when I played it. I never stuck with it. Um, what What is it? Is it a first-person shooter? Yeah. Kind of? Well, no, okay. you have like third-person. Um, third-person? You might be okay. able to click back and forth, but I remember playing in third-person. Okay. Um, I thought I was really excited for it when it came out, and I got okay. it, and I was playing it, and Nobody was really playing it. Like, nobody in PSVG was playing it's it. It's multiplayer. Yeah. And okay. I just kind of, I just ventured off of it. We've known about this game for a while now. It's been mm-hmm. rated. It's been rumored. What was it, like, a year ago when EA was like, we've got six games coming from the Switch. Right. Remember, we tried to guess them, and I came and sat down. I was like, absolutely. Made this game. <laughs> One of them is Plants vs. <laughs> Zombies Battle for Neighborhood. So, we knew that yeah, was coming. I remember. Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, uh, which we've seen multiple times mm-hmm. at this point. It's out next week. The Capcom, the Capcom Arcade Stadium Collection is out now, and you can get two of the games for free, I believe, if you just go download it. Oh, cool. You can get 1943 and I think the original Ghosts and Goblins, actually. Okay. Now that I think about it, I think you can get both of those for free if you download And it's the arcade version. So if you're into, if you're big into retro and stuff like that, you've got some stuff to go get just for free. Mm-hmm. Bravely 2 got a trailer. It's out next week. Great. Neon White is a lightning fast first person action game about exterminating demons in heaven. It's out winter 2021. This looks interesting. Okay, yeah. I don't even like this type of game, but even this like kind of made me turn my head and say that looks cool. Okay. Cool. So it has a lot of cool style to it. It's the same developers as Donut County. Donut County. Which I, I, I was like, okay, sure. And it was like totally random. And it looks like they were using cards to do actions. I um, was completely dismissing on stream because I was like, well, they put anime bunny girls in it. And that's yeah. definitely going to sell to some <laughs> folks. <laughs> like that's always a seller. Uh, yeah. I don't do the card thing, Garrett. I love card games. Okay. I don't know why. I didn't I'm, do the SteamWorld totally thing because of the, the cards card or anything like so. It's kind of a... Yeah, if you're not into cards, you're not into cards. Yeah. It's, it's its own beast, for sure. Tales from the Borderlands is coming in March. My favorite Telltale's game. A lot of people say that. It's my favorite. I love Walking Dead, too. Don't get me wrong. But I think they did a fantastic job with the characters and the storyline here. And it's like, it's funny and it's comedy, like that Borderlands style, but it does get that serious emotional wrap up as well in there i really enjoyed the this game cool for sure you've got that you've got that garrett recommendation mm-hmm. stubs the zombies coming to switch march 16th um i <laughs> was highlighting a lot of people on this yesterday um i found out about grub that this was on its way it was actually rated for xbox about a month ago so we knew okay. it was coming it's coming from aspire who just got bought by embracer group they're the same people who've been porting star wars games and stuff to switch so like we expected this one might show up this is an old xbox game that oh. I played like 20 years ago out of a bargain. <laughs> I remember playing it. I don't remember much about it. It didn't look like super remastered, but I do yeah. know it's a classic and it's beloved. I might get it probably on sale, but I probably will at least dabble. This is one of those, if I've got some reward points, if it goes on mm-hmm. sale, like I'll probably get it and dabble around with it. Mm. Hades is getting a physical edition release March 19th, so you can go pick up the cartridge for a lot of people's Game of the Year candidate last year. Mm-hmm. I was really expecting them to say, and we're working on DLC, but they didn't. Or an expansion, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in Nintendo space, there's a lot of people that only buy physical. I think there is a good mm-hmm. chunk of those people, so it's still worth getting out there. Yeah, it was cool to see like extra goodies in there, art compendium. Their character art's amazing. The soundtrack. Don't you get the soundtrack, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, so not to dismiss any of these games, they're all important. Uh, Apex Legends is going to be a huge game, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe one of the more yeah. bigger games on Switch this year. So, um, But these didn't really appeal to me in a whole lot to really dive deep down on. Do yeah. any yeah, of your view have anything else to add for any of these? Not really. Bravely Default 2 is coming out next week, and I just can't wait for it. And just I'm just so excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. You're going to hear Bravely Default 2 for like the next probably six or seven months. <laughs> that Monster Hunter. Fantastic. Great. Can't wait. Can't wait, Donnie. Okay. Now, let's have some fun. Smash Brothers kicks off the show with a new fighter reveal, and it's Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh my gosh, that reveal, guys. <laughs> I'm still not sold. Are they Echoes? Or are they actual two fighters? They are, you can swi- switch. Think of Zelda. Is it one yeah. character? It's one character. You okay. switch okay. in battle. Like That's Zelda. what we were thinking. She- we we saw the switch, but I, I, you know, when you're streaming and talking, you miss all the details. I didn't know if yeah, you actually clarified that or not. Um, it's more at the end. Yeah. They were like, hey, you could switch between them and battle, do these crazy combo sets with both of them. As so. somebody who's bought the fighter pass, I'm excited. Um, yeah, me too. I like both these characters. I'm excited they're coming to Smash. But as somebody who's really over Smash, like I'm not going to play Smash anymore. Like I'm pretty much come to grips that I'm kind of done with this game. I, I I'm getting kind of tired with it too, to be honest with you. With all the characters going on, I'm like, you know what? That's just another character. Cool, awesome, cool art. Um, cool art, <laughs> right? Still need a face, Jason. I'm sorry. <laughs> Still haven't done that yet. I could not care. Any less than I do about Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, mm. This would be very, very, very low on my most wanted for Smash, which I don't have any of the fighters passes. I don't really care about it that much or have any huge investment of it. Um, that being said, for my own personal reasons, I am so glad that they picked Pyra instead of Rex. Putting out more <laughs> women into the yeah. fighters pass, more women reps. And I was expecting them to say, and it's she's tag teaming with Rex. No, just give her 100% of the spotlight. Yeah. It's her. Just give it to her and nobody else. I'm very happy about that. Nice. Good. It's not enough woman representation in Smash. Usually it's like with another guy or like right. between yeah. both, you know, as alts or something. So give sure. her that time of day. And I'm just yeah. happy it's not Crash. I really thought this was an expansion for a second. I'm like, are they really doing an expansion for Xenoblade? Like, (laughs) are they really doing it? And then when she said, I've been invited to Smash, I'm like, of course. I I kind of thought that it was going that way because I figured they would open with Smash. So I pretty much realized Mm. right away it was just kind of a matter of which one they would do or do both. Um, I am going to be honest. I don't really care about Crash either, and I wouldn't be particularly thrilled about that either. But I am kind of over the human fighters. I want more variety in, like, like animal fighters or monster Mm -hmm. fighters or, like, something that's just not, like, a human with, like, a sword or axe or something like that. Uh Uh-oh. I think some of our... Some of our folks in chat, I think, are listening for the first time. People are asking, why Why do I have it against Crash? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. I just, it's, it seems like, okay, like we had, we have Pyra, we have Sephiroth, we have, like, they're all like just humans who yeah. fight. I know Humanoids. Pretty standard for most video games, but I feel like Humanoid the most fighters. Smash fighters are not like, the, like human. Do you know what I mean? Sure. No, yeah, I, I get I- it. For the new characters, I think more I think as, as far as the deal, like the DLC packs, there's only been one non-human fighter. The banjo? Yeah, is that right? I think so. I, I just think more, there needs to be a little bit more variety. You don't, you don't count prom plant again. because it was like a throw-in. 
Piranha no, Plant I'm, ta- I'm just talking, I'm, Yeah, I'm talking about like the actual DLC yeah, packs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, like I said, I'm excited. I think it's cool. I'm glad that I have it. To me, at this point, Smash is just a collection. I just have like this ultimate Smash game. I'm honestly not planning on ever buying another Smash game. It's like my backlog. <laughs> it's characters I want to try to play, but I never get to them. You know, like it's this is just it. such the huge ultimate version of Smash. Like I'm glad everybody's there, but I'm I'm just done. Like I'll play like if Including Jack Snake. wants to play, right? But that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Fall Guys is coming to Switch this summer. I'm really excited. I've been waiting for this one to <laughs> just come it. to anything else for a while. Mm-hmm. I I'm not up disappointed because I you you know it's not expectation, but I will say there was a part of it was really hoping they were going to be like, and it's out now. Like you can play it. Like I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. yes, let's do Fall Guys Thanks. right now. The fact that it's like, and it's six months away. It's like, oh, okay, oh, I'll keep waiting. I'll keep waiting and keep <laughs> not playing. I guess. Such, such a sucker. I played that game. A lot, I think, for the first couple of weeks, like the first two or three weeks where everybody was just really into it. I have not touched it since, but I'm mm-hmm. still I know very well that I'm still going to go buy it for the switch. I don't know how much I'll play it, but I'm I'm thinking or hoping that I'll play it more because it's portable. And mm-hmm. uh, I uh, just kind of I think like that better rather I than think, be my PC. I think the switch can provide a Fortnite boost for Fall Guys where it can come out later and get reinvigorated by a mm-hmm. whole new populace of people yeah. start playing. Now, I kind of missed the announcement because I was busy writing stuff, but did they say the price and did they say if there's going to be crossplay? I haven't seen a price on it. Um, I do believe they confirmed crossplay, but I did not see a price on it. I imagine mm-hmm. it would be the same price you if you bought it separately, right? Like if you buy it on PC, it was like 20 bucks. I think it was 20 or 25. I, I, I can't imagine I they pay more. more. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. pay more money for this. Yeah, yeah. But it is a great mm-hmm. evergreen game. My family and I still play Fall Guys, but... Um, and this is so dumb, but I mean, I think people with families would understand this. Like we play it, but only when we're next to the PlayStation, cause that's where we play it. And mm-hmm. we're so rarely, cause the PlayStation is down here, like in my gaming space that it's not like in the family center, like the family, like when we play family games mm-hmm. and we're passing the controller and stuff that's on switch and we do it upstairs in the living room where we play. It's where we play rock band, right? It's where we play games together. Mm-hmm. So something even as that little di- divider kind of hinders the amount of time that we can play, right? Because I'm like, hey, do you guys want to play Fall Guys? You know, my daughter's like, oh, I don't want to go downstairs. There's only two chairs. I got to get the other chair. You know, it's even something yeah. like that. Problem. It does. Downstairs. It does. It does. Um, I'm excited, though. Knock. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Knockout City. The thought. The thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Knockout City. Sorry, I took it. Uh, Knockout City is coming uh, the 21st of May. This is a team up squad based dodgeball game with power ups. I first thought it was a battle royale, like free to play game, but it's squad based, right. team based. So, like, like a Splatoon version of dodgeball from kind of. EA. Yeah. And they had like football player characters and like a a, a wow looking gargoyle type of guy and a little yeah. like pixel sprite girl. I'm not gonna lie to you, looks kind of fun. Like it I does was look kind of fun. I was like, this looks kind of fun. And for a free to play game, like sure, I'll play it. You know what it reminds me of is when we saw Ninjala. As I was well. just I was about like, to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's just another one of those like, oh cool, another cartoony third person like action but online funner? game. It looks funner, actually, yeah. than Ninjala. Ninjala was kind of 
I, I played it for a few matches. And I'm like, it, it, it's not really the melee bad, thing doesn't great. work as well as I think you think it does. There's not much strategy to but it. But the fact that it's dodgeball yeah. and you've got like the in city environment, mm-hmm. you can hop off with power ups. Felt a little more arcadey to me than I ever got to with Ninja. And there was a lot of teamwork. It looks like with the the dodgeball yeah. game. For sure. I missed that it was free to play. I think that's going to help that kind of get people into I it. hope. I think it's free to play. I'm sure. I feel like I'm pretty sure it's free to play. I don't I mean, know. It's EA original. Yeah, maybe it's not. I, I've, for whatever reason in my head, I thought it was free to play. I might be wrong on that. Mm, let's see in chat. But, but I, I do think it looked really cool. And I mean, it's a squad based online multiplayer game. I can't imagine if you sell, they put a price tag on that. Like you're, you're doing a game like that at disservice. Yeah, you're setting it up for you failure. Want if as you're many people it. to play it you as need, possible. Yeah, you need people mm. to populate it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's cool. I'm interested in that. And it's coming out in May, which I'll come back to mm-hmm. later on. Like, there is setting up a. It's not necessarily because there are games to play, but one of the things that I was kind of tracking throughout this is when we get to like June, Switch is stellar. Like, I'm so excited for like I'm good for the year. Even if we don't get another direct, I'm so good. But like getting to June might be a thing like i was kind of hoping like there's like this window after snap where you're like what am i doing (laughs) monster hunter that's what you're doing i'm not monster hunter (laughs) all right uh star wars hunters was not the star wars game that i expected to see today i actually expected that republic commando game to to be oh that would have been cool yeah um they didn't really talk about this a whole lot but this is a squad based online multiplayer game it's free to play and it's out just this year just later, but Free it's Star play. Wars based. You get to a Star Wars bounty hunter, go Mando on folks and shoot each other. Sure. And, and, and I saw Zynga in there. I was trying to figure out the game code. Great. Yeah. Don Matrick That's is a back. Company. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my goodness. <laughs> my Xbox fandom will not allow me to like anything that Don Matrix associated with. <laughs> I'm actively going to campaign against this game. I just I just see that meme every time with Don Matrick. Star Wars Hunter. The only thing I could think of is uh, Metroid Prime Hunters and just some weird like yeah. spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one's interesting. Well, actually, before I get to that one, I was going to read the Ninja Gaiden one and I realized I stepped over Monster Hunter. Garrett, yeah. Monster Hunter Rise got another trailer. Yeah. They announced that the console and the controller are coming to the States. Good. You got to get that it. controller. I need to get that controller. You got to get the system. You need the joy no. You need the whole thing, man. Stop. All Stop, of it. Donnie. No, Garrett, I'm poor. All I just need the controller. controller. I might get the damn controller. I'm not even going to It looks so good. The system looks great. Gosh, it looks so good. I have a working switch. I kind of want the system. I want the system too. It looks so good. I'm not even a monster. All right. All right. Garrett. Yeah. If I get the system and never play Monster Hunter, does that make me a yeah. poser? No, it's like you just like. Can I just appreciate the aesthetic? You can appreciate the aesthetic. I won't. I won't. Ga- I won't. Ga- will Kevin make all. fun of me? Kevin will probably make fun of you. What about just how Devin? much Money you waste. Do you think Devin, Devin will? Make- Devin yeah. will make fun of you. Sure. He hasn't even heard of it. what Monster Hunter is. So. <laughs> God, the system. Evan will just make fun of you because it's a reason to make fun of you. Because you know, exactly. I could. You know, I could. Like, I'm. I'm already in my own head. I could totally like sell the switch, you know, yeah. spend like Flip 40 it, bucks and get this totally new, awesome monster hunter looking thing. Yeah. But I'm never even going to play the game. I still You're might. You're never even going to play the game. I'm never going to play okay. I still might do it. Ninja Gaiden Master Collection is out June 10th. Speaking of June, 
Um, this is interesting. I got this from the official press release. It says that it includes remasters of Sigma, Sigma 2, and Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. The footage that I watched did not yeah. look like a remaster of anything. Oh, I, okay. I legit said, I'm just, I'm being honest to my first impressions. When I was on stream, I was like, so they just ported some 360 games because they looked like old games. They looked like. I think that's literally what they did. Yeah. It doesn't look like a remaster of anything. It doesn't look very. I don't want to say it looks bad. It doesn't look bad, but by today's standards, it doesn't look like a remaster either. Well, if you look at probably footage of Xbox back and pat right now, it, it looks much better than probably what it did on the 360. So maybe they're, they're saying that this remaster is kind of just cleaning up the textures. Probably it's just like an HDified, like maybe upresing a maybe little a bit. Maybe a slight upres or something like that. Yeah, yeah. What you're already seeing on Xbox. Uh, Already, so. I don't think we got a question for it, so I'll ask you now because I asked mm-hmm. Caroline the same thing. Do you think this paves the way for Ryu Hayabusa to enter Smash? I, oh, um, I don't think enough people would know that character, and I don't know if Nintendo would add add this character just to. I, I, I don't even know when you said that name, I don't even know what you're talking about. He's, I'm not a huge Ninja Gaiden, and neither am fan. I, but he's been on yeah. the short list of potential smash characters i want to say for a while for like the last decade okay you know he's not the top of the list right but when you start if you like google smash characters like he's gonna be on probably like half the list yeah because i mean he looks like a a legendary character he's been around for 40 years right it's a legendary character yeah so if he pulls off the gold movesets i'll be down yeah yeah i think it'd be cool to have a ninja in smash i get what rebecca's saying with you know, with humans, but like, we don't really have like a ninja. For we don't the, have for all the ninja. sword fighters that we have. Like none of them are actually ninjas. We don't have a sheik. Sheik, sheik is, sheik is close. Yeah. It's like, I know what you're saying. Not That's ninja ninja. Yeah. <laughs> not a ninja ninja. Not ninja ninja. Um, <laughs> the Sean Capri special. Sean was <laughs> absolutely losing his mind over project <laughs> triangle strategy. Sean, I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad that you're stoked for this because I'm what so is, stoked for this. With them always saying working title and then it's going to end up being Triangle Strategy Traveler. It's the like. dumbest name ever. Sean but. wants us to rename the podcast. He says we should be called the Project Triangle Podcast. <laughs> the Triangle <laughs> Strategy Podcast. Working title. Um, all right. So this is from Square. It looks mm-hmm. like Octopath. It is the Octopath engine in 2D and 3D. Right. Is it the same Beautiful. dev? It's, I actually, I need a check. Because I didn't see Octopath in any of the details that I was reading. Yeah. And I don't I, remember I need, from the stream. It, they only, they, they just said from Square Enix. Yeah. And they didn't, I would think it would be their next project though. It's, I would think so. It's Octopath Six engine, minutes. but it's Fire Emblem, like Gameway. It's Final Fantasy Tactics, not necessarily Fire Emblem. Okay. I don't. It, it, yeah. So get 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 your story straight. Oh. So basically, with uh, you know, right. Final Fantasy Tactics, and then what was the recent game? Fell Seal. It's an indie game. It basically is based off of Elevations more, and then different types of classes. Not like you're not comboing or relating to other characters as much in the battlefield. It doesn't look like it. Okay. But but even in Fire Emblem, you can still like you know take cover in the trees and stuff and boost your boost your base stats. Based yeah, on but your elevation no... and place like that. But it's literally like a step. It's not like you're going to a trees or a mountain. You're literally going up one up step or, or uh, yeah, like two or three steps. So There's a demo out now, which I totally yeah. downloaded because I did 
the Fire Emblem-esque things, if you want to call it, the tactical part of it, I was like, yep. okay, I'll try it. I'm not sold on it, but I'll try it. I like they have the story, they did highlight in the story that you'll have several decisions to make that'll That's kind of cool. alter to the story and where you go. So I'm, I'm almost there, kind of, maybe. I'm on the fence with this one. They're going to do like what they did with Octopath Traveler, where they're going to take the feedback from the demo and make They'll it better. They'll 100% like do that. I think They'll that makes yeah, so I started the demo, and what I read in the beginning of that demo is like, hey, this is the middle of the game. There are some missions here. We want to just let you play as much of the mechanics as possible. And also, this game is, this demo's hard. This demo's not going to be easy just for, for you know, testing you and, and get that feedback. So it's for sure one of those demos. One of the few games on this entire list that's 2022. You know, yeah. So we get the demo now, but it's just that not out till next year. Yeah. I wouldn't hold my breath on the story just yet. I'm glad it's not like eight different characters, eight different stories, and it seemed so disparate. And so I, I feel it's just monotonous. I was making fun of Caroline Octopath. about that on the stream. I was just taking I know. shots left and right. Just And of course, Carol will defend <laughs> Octopath to the grave. You're getting some but. classic Shaq on the stream today. I was just body <laughs> shots left and right, one after the other. <laughs> Exactly. Um, but it looks like a linear story with different choices. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm oh, sure she's in the chat. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Guys. <laughs> Guys. Guys. Mario Golf Super Rush is announced. It's out this June. Woo! It looks friggin' amazing. Amazeballs. Mm -hmm. I was blown away by how it looks. It looks so much better. Then I expected them to. Camelot's usually so cartoony. They stick to that Mario cartoon look. This Mario Golf looks a lot like everybody's golf. A lot like Hot Shots Golf. Mm. A lot of people were comparing it to that. Yeah, and like uh, they talked about their little rush mode where you look speed golf. That's not new. We've had those modes in golf games before. I'm excited to see what they might do with that. You know, when we were talking about like Battle Royale golf game, I was actually thinking about like after the show, I was thinking like how you could do that. And I was thinking something like that. You could do like mm. some sort of race golf where like you're kicked out if you don't finish fast enough or you don't score as well. Uh, I don't know if they're going to mm. do that here with like with the rush mode or anything like that, but it looks fantastic. It looks great. Um, they did talk about the return of a story mode. Now, I don't think that means we're getting GBA Mario golf story mode. I think it means we're getting Mario Tennis Aces story mode. Mm. Don't care. Still going to play. <laughs> You're just going to play golf. <laughs> Still going to play. Right. We're not play playing that game for the story. No, no. But if if they do some RPG stuff and mm -hmm. they kind of go back to the way it used to be, that would be to die for. It would be absolutely mm -hmm. to die for. I mean, that's all I've ever really wanted. Um, we are going to totally stake our claim to this now. We will be doing Nintendo Shack golf tournaments, weekly Nintendo Shack golf tournaments. So pre-order, knowing that you are going to be playing golf a long time. Both of you, <laughs> this is podcast mandatory service. Is this you homework? have to get this game and you have to play. I will for you, Johnny. <laughs> Can I say we you. need Monster Hunter Nights then? No. Nope. No, you got to do no, more. You got to do 100 can't. episodes first. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 100 episodes. You got to check the fine print before you sign up, Garrett. <laughs> Seniority, got it. I'm so ecstatic. Uh, Mario Golf on 3DS World Tour was uh -huh. excellent. It was an excellent video game. My favorite Mario Golf in the franchise. 
We haven't had a Mario Golf on console that you could play on TV since GameCube. Like, wow. like think about like that. It's been like 10 years at least, right? Yeah, we didn't get one what? on Wii, and Wii had like 29 well, yeah, golf games. Wii Wiimote, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they should have had a golf with that one. <laughs> really? Oh my god! Yeah, it's been a very, very long time. They did say you could play with the motion controls or the standard well, controls. A lot of, I'm excited for that. I may even do like, I don't know if we can, but I would love if we could do like motion control only tournaments versus that'd be really button cool. only tournaments. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Mario Golf World Tour, you could really customize the tournaments, which I think is why we played it so long. I think we had a good run for about a year. We played weekly tournaments um, wow. for a while, yeah. Uh, I, I called it like lunchtime. It was like PSVG, like lunchtime. To like I week. think I remember that. I think that was one of the first times I heard about Shaq was the Mario Golf tournaments. The coolest thing about Mario Golf and playing online with friends is that they really do um, asynchronous multiplayer which is perfect that, for a golf That's game. a cool thing. So yes. I can set up a tournament and set it up for like 10 days and you can play whenever you want. And mm-hmm. you'll see like ghosts of the other golfers playing. So you feel like you're playing with everybody. Like you see me over there playing. That's really, but really convenient. I can play on Friday. You can play on Sunday morning. Like everybody just gets your round in whenever you can. Um, so cool. it works out well for everybody's schedule. You know, everybody could just kind of join. So anyway, I was over the moon. I thought this was going to happen. I said it on our 2021 show. I'm not saying I predicted it. I just thought the tea leaves, if you were looking at the tea leaves, I thought this lined up. It lined up mm-hmm. with what Nintendo wanted to do with Mario. It lined up with Camelot's dev cycle. And it's just kind of next up. Like you thought Mario Golf was coming. Um, and I think it looks fantastic. I absolutely think it looks really, really good. Do we have a release date? Yeah. I, I forgot. It's June okay. something. June, June something. 15th or 5th or 20th. I don't know. I don't remember. It doesn't okay. matter. It's in June. <laughs> I just got to get to June. Cool. That's that's my no, that's my new COVID goal. Get to June. <laughs> got to make it to June. Oh, I can't tell you how happy I was to see this news. Um, I saw the leaks. I actually knew that this was coming because I, like I told you, I, I saw the leaks beforehand. Yeah. Just because I saw the leak doesn't mean I necessarily believed him. But when I did share yeah, it with Kevin. still a chance. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this is the 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 directive that I've always wanted like this is the direct that I've been waiting for is this this is the Donnie direct yeah and we talked about we were talking about but this morning yesterday right when the direct came out and I told everybody the only thing I really wanted was what Mario Golf Mario Golf No More Heroes Three no dated Heroes 3. yeah like and speaking of the devil No More Heroes Three got dated for August August twenty seventh a little later than I was hoping for I was actually kind of hoping that this might be April or May um, mm-hmm. I didn't. <laughs> Because I was so high off of the Mario Golf and everything, I didn't see all the details. I did watch it. I saw that he had like a death glove, which is new, I think. He has like new combo attacks. There were certain cutscenes I thought looked a little rough around the edges, but maybe they'll get mm-hmm. cleaned up by August. Um, but outside of that, it's just more No More Heroes. I've already pre-ordered. I did get the... This is one of the few games that I still have pre-ordered from the time that I had uh, Gamers <laughs> Club. Gamers Club. <laughs> so I got the email from Gators <laughs> Club that, that it was like updated. <laughs> My $45 pre-order of No More Heroes that I did like four years ago or whatever. I remember Best Buy looking as like, these crazy people. <laughs> like, yeah, for games like years on out. Oh, man. I have Metroid Prime 4 pre-order. I do that too. That has not gone away. I've pre-ordered it with my uh, GCU. I will <laughs> like, save my $9. Like, dollars. That's super yeah. smart. All right. Wow. Age of Calamity is getting some expansion content in two waves. I got this from the official press release because um, yeah. I, I 
I don't think during the show they gave enough time or talked about exactly what it was. I was trying to read that. So was I. I was like, what what is it? Yeah. (laughs) So you're getting two waves. You can buy the pass today. It's $20. You'll get a wave in June and you'll get a wave in November. The June wave will include new weapons, expanded roster, not like who or whatever, just expanded roster. So be excited. <laughs> you could sure. tease somebody, right? Am I the only person that's like, you want me to give you money, but you won't tell me who's coming? It was literally like a trailer well, of Age of Calamity. That, that little montage before, I had to go back and watch to see if they had any new characters yeah. in it to see like, well, did they announce it there? And then they just didn't say it. But no, there was nothing. Space Ganon? Space Cannon. Space Cannon. That would have been great. We're getting new challenging enemies and a royal, a new royal ancient lab challenges in June, and then November we're getting new character vignettes. Is that story like? Yeah, story arcs. I guess that's what I was wondering. I was like, is that story missions or is it literally just a video you can watch? Like, what does that mean? I don't think it's videos. I would think it would be like missions. Like I like, hope so. Like extras. But why would you like call them vignettes? Mission. That's a weird word. I don't why, know. Because like, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's like just badly translated or something. Yeah, possibly. Um, we're also getting new stages, expanded roster, that generic term again, and <laughs> new skills for the roster that you currently have. Um, I'm not opposed to to playing more Age of Calamity. I told you I wasn't like super high on it, but I was down to play it. But not if the story content isn't worth doing. There's no expanded story. Like, yes. that's what I said on stream. Like, I'm not going to buy new weapons and costumes for Age of Calamity. Yeah. I'm thinking that the big, the like when it says like new stages, I feel like those missions probably have like little smaller side stories. I hope so. I don't think it there's going to be any like major DLC. I think a lot of people were asking for like a major DLC story, but I think it's going to be like a lot of smaller things. Probably, I think, yeah. focused towards each character. Like they might add like Cass or someone, and then the, there's going to be like maybe probably like a 30 or 45 minute mission all about him. And I then hope- they might add another character and do the same thing. Hopefully, it comes with like cutscenes, or are we talking like just a little blurb in the mission label? We don't know. I don't know. Ooh. I, mean, I know they're not saying that. I, I wish they had maybe just at least teased something for the first wave. And if they don't say anything about the second wave, cause it's not done yet, fine, whatever. Sure, yeah. But at least it was like, I'm not going to go pre-order this with just saying, okay, there's new weapons, new roster, new enemies. Like, I wish yeah. they just had a reel of like different stuff for the first wave, like ancient lab challenges. Yeah. What do they look like? Like, yeah, just how a little reel, just they? mock up something. Yeah. Even if it was like screenshots. Uh, I would have been fine. It doesn't even have to be like running gameplay, right? Like it could just be mock-ups. But it was literally just Age of Calamity slow mo trailer thing. Then here's everything with the expansion pass. Like okay, Prozac in the chat says maybe it'll tie into Breath of the Wild too. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. One? No, 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 no. The one weapon in here will definitely be be one weapon too. (laughs) It'll be one weapon. No, they did say you didn't write this here. I think if you pre-order the game, or they said something like pre-purchase it starting May 28th, I think it was, uh, mm-hmm. you get special sword and something else for Link. Sword and, cool. I don't know if you remember what it was. An outfit. You get a special outfit. Look, I'm definitely a shill for Zelda. We're about to get on that. But not that much. Like, I'm not <laughs> just going to give you 20 bucks. <laughs> you but a lot of people something. are. We're like, hey, here's a, a tunic. It's red. Give us $20. Like, No. No, I need a little bit more than that, Nintendo. 
Um, I'm going to take a drink because I feel like I've been talking for 46 straight minutes. Rebecca, why don't you take the next one? <laughs> we are getting The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. It arrives on the Nintendo Switch with smoother and more intuitive controls in addition to improved frame rate and graphics. In this enhanced version of the game, running at a smooth 60 frames per second, you can choose to play using motion control with the two Joy-Con, like in the similar way with the Wii remotes. They kind of showed off how you do that. Mm-hmm. Or they added the button mode. So if you hated the motion control or you couldn't because it wasn't accessible for you for whatever reason, or if you have a Nintendo Switch Lite and you couldn't do the motion control, they add it so that it's the button only control. You use the right um, control stick to kind of mm-hmm. control the, yep, control his sword. And Wrong I assume it's hard. It looked like it was automatic targeting, kind of like our traditional Z targeting, probably, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a great way to play it. Do you I know how dumb I am? When they said this in my head, I was like, how do you move the right stick and hit like the slash button, like the A button at the same time? <laughs> it didn't taunt me. They had to explain it to me. Caroline was like, no, 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 no. You just click the stick, like, like the hit stick. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh. Like yeah. as if that was the controller that you were yeah. using the stick. So yep. yeah. as I sat there and I was literally, I'm dumb and I was on stream and I was like. <laughs> and I'm actually trying to imagine it. When you yeah, move it around like that. That kind of works. I was like, yeah. that yeah. sounds fun, actually. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Let's do it. Yep, yep. Um, before we go into the next part of that, they didn't say anything about anything else that was going to be changed or improved. I'm hoping that yeah. maybe they do touch up a little bit things, make feel less a little bit less annoying. Um, okay. It doesn't sound like they're going to make any changes like the um, the imprison fight or anything that like people had annoyances with. I think it looks like it's just going to be oh, yeah, you're purely gonna remaster. Again. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be purely remaster and then the controls, which I think I'm very grateful for. That's probably a lot of work for them to do, Mm -hmm. and I'm okay with sacrificing the other things for that. Um, Then, you're going to say something about the game? I do want to say something about it, and this is the the point where I get in where we get the side eye from from Rebecca a little. I wanted it to look a little better. It looks good. Don't get me wrong. It's fine. I didn't get a chance to look at it closely, to be honest. Like, it, it, to be clear... Skyward Sword looks great as is right now on Wii. It's a beautiful game. I appreciate the art style. But a remaster and calling it an HD, I don't think it... I personally don't think it even holds up to, like, Twilight Princess remaster. Like, it's oh, kind of really? soft. And I th- I think it's probably purposeful. Um, yeah. Well, isn't I, that the style has a lot of bloom effects to it? Kind of. I and it's, yeah, it's just really kind of soft. I intended. I wanted it to maybe be a little sharper. And I presume yeah. that what we were seeing was dock footage. So that's like as it is, great as yeah. it's going to get, which makes me do wonder just a little what it might do in portable. Like, I'm not worried. I'm definitely going to buy it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take shots at it. I'm just, I was expecting a little bit more. Basically, from what I've seen, Skyward Sword HD, like on YouTube, like what people have done with it, like an mm-hmm. Unreal Engine and Dolphin and stuff like that. This does leave a, li- a little bit to be desired, I think, in the visuals department. So I'm not defending it because I really haven't looked at it that closely. So you you probably are right about it. But I am thinking about the Skyward Sword that I played on the Wii. And I feel like it's it's meant to have those softer, like kind of pastel you know, where the, the colors do kind of run through a little bit. But that's mm-hmm. like, I think, the intended style. And that probably is hard to translate to really sharp HD images. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely is kind of that watercolory, painterly For type. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and that's why I've always appreciated. I've always loved the way the game looked. Well, it looks better than it does on the Wii. It so does. You have it's to an improvement. Sure. It's an improvement. Definitely. <laughs> Guys, I never played Skyward Sword, as as you know. So, yeah, I'll be excited to play a new Zelda game. I actually wish it was uh, probably Twilight Princess or Wind Waker, but this is this is fine as well. I still need to play this game. 
Um, I, you know, I guess it's just me, and I guess I, I've never seen Skyward Sword. Zelda model looks a little weird to me compared to the other Zelda models. Zelda does? Yeah, Link Link does. No, Zelda. I I, I don't know why. Zelda I, does? Really? She looks a little yeah, different. So. I'm like, oh really? He says she's Maybe. supposed to. So it's you'll kind of understand a little bit, I think, with the story, like why okay. she might not look like traditional Zelda. That is, okay. I think, kind of story related. Would you say, Donnie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's okay. I don't know, like farmer hippie Zelda, kind of like just kind of like they're like dress and bangs and hair and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's okay. different. It'll make- I think she looks great. I mean, it doesn't. I've never been taken aback by the part. by the model. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and s- good. No, sixty frames per second. Yes, I'm all for that. Sixty I'm FPS that feels time. great. Yeah, yeah. Because every time we worry about a Nintendo thing, I mean, I think performance is something to think about. Because we've seen a lot of games that target thirty and run at twenty, and that can be a little rough on mm-hmm. the eyes. So sixty, even if even if they had to maybe make some resolution for sixty, I, I totally support it. So like, if the game 100%. is a little soft to make sure that it's at sixty, totally fine. Good. Good on you. It's gonna feel great, Rebecca. You're gonna feel the difference between this game so and much smoother, so I much think faster. A stable frame rate is more important than whether it's sixty or thirty no. to me. To well, me, well, stable oh, sure. is important. You it, notice it instability when it's not stable. Obviously, like any anytime the, it fluctuates, you're gonna notice it. But sixty, Isn't that is what such an, sixty is such an improvement over thirty. Like it's hard to go back. Like when you play a lot of 60 and then you get thrown into a 30, you're like, oh, you know. Okay. Anyway, new set <laughs> okay. of Joy-Con controllers that, that they showed off that were so beautiful, releasing alongside the game. The right Joy-Con controller is themed after the Master Sword, while the left features the Hylian Shield. Um, Skyward Sword uh, HD and the theme Joy-Con will launch on the Nintendo Switch on July 16th. Those Joy-Con look so beautiful. I want one. Have you seen the pre-orders yet? No. I no, saw them no on eBay for $5,000. <laughs> That's a fake link. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, for all the things that we've said about Joy-Cons the past year, Nintendo totally just gave us all a reason to buy some more. And uh, for all the things I said, what, during the Monster Hunter thing is why I hated Nintendo, I thought we were going to get a lot of these, right? Mm-hmm. I was expecting to have 10 pairs of Joy-Con like this. So I'm absolutely buying these. I I'm 100% buying really more- these too. I kind of wish they weren't There's like so two off shades of blue. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the only they person are. thinks that? The blue doesn't match. I thought they were the same shade. No, 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 no it's different one of the blue, the blue. One of the blues is slightly lighter than the other blue. Yeah, and like, no, that's, that's right. they were the same. It, it kind of bothers <laughs> me. Like in my head, I'm like, I hate this. And I'm looking at it. No, no, no. One's more like a violet purple. One's yeah. like a blue blue. I'm like, why didn't they make them the same blue? Way? No, no. Oh, I've, at... seen, I've seen high res. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure of it. One of them it's, is a little lighter than the other one. It's different color. They're different one, colors. One, um, one is the Zelda like violet purplish blue Hyrule blue uh, going, and then one's like a like a Hyrulean like shield. Ah, uh, Caroline says, just, yeah, the purple the, of the, the sword, sword versus the blue of the shield. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you say that? I was just, yeah. Not my favorite. Yeah. Not my favorite thing. I would have uh, rather done like a blue and a white, or to be honest, gold. Like honor Skyward my, Sword the way you should have. Make them gold. <laughs> might look be better in person, I think, maybe. Maybe, maybe so. Yeah, definitely. I'm buying them anyway. <laughs> go together. I'm, so I'm glad definitely buying them. Buying them anyway. So just take this with a grain of salt. Totally buying them. <laughs> glad that it's a joy console separately and not like a whole um, Switch console because yeah. that would be very expensive for me. Um, there are... I'm sorry, go ahead. 
I'm interrupting too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish there was a pro controller. Yes. Yeah. That would be very that good. Been, that would have been good. On Etsy, there is a controller shop that makes Hylian Shield Joy-Cons that are similar to this, and they mm-hmm. make a backplate. So the backplate looks like the 3DS backplate. So mm-hmm. if you want like a Zelda-themed system, you could probably buy that backplate for cheapish and just get these Joy-Cons, and you would have a Zelda-themed system. Um, and the backplates are oh, very nice. easy to swap. You pop off six screws and pop them back on. Cool. So just put it out there. The only thing I don't love about these Joy-Con are the little logos on the very bottom of it. I wish it had just been like the blue and purple with the gold design around, you know, the buttons and the control stick. I think the logos make it a tiny, tiny, tiny bit gaudy, mm-hmm. but yeah. I still love it. I'm going to get them. them. Yeah, I'm going to get them too. It's so funny. It's like, I, I hate the blues, but are you going to buy them? Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I'm going to buy them anyway. <laughs> I told you I totally shill for some Zelda product. Absolutely. Definitely getting those Joy-Cons. Um, so yeah. So Skyward Sword. That's that's the one. We've got questions about Zelda that we can answer later, but Skyward Sword coming to a Switch, which, uh, you know, we've been talking about that for, what, three years now? Basically. Yeah. 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 Please be excited. Um, before we get into the questions, I know Skyward Sword was always uh, Caroline's, like, favorite. It's probably my, l- not my least favorite, don't get me wrong, my lesser favorites of the 3D Zeldas. How about you guys? Or Skyward Sword for you guys? Yeah, you said you haven't played it. Uh, okay, I haven't played oh, much 3D yeah, Zelda, guys. Ocarina of Time is my favorite 3D Zelda of all time. Yeah, yeah I would go Breath that? of the Wild, Ocarina, Wind Waker over Skyward Sword. Oh, wait, Breath of the Wild, Ocarina, and then, yeah, sure. It's very in the middle for me. There's a lot of things that I think Skyward Sword does better than any other Zelda, but then there's a lot of things that I don't like so much about it, so I think it probably falls somewhere in the middle for me. Yeah, I'm about the same. Yeah, cool. Okay, the last game, Splatoon 3, shown. We call an Octoling. Um, they're, uh, I guess, the heart of a new city. Battle savvy Inklings and Octolings gather called Splatsville, also known as the City of Chaos. Splatoon 3 introduces various new features in the action shooter series, including weapons, such as bow weapons, which I could not get over when I was watching this trailer. I was yeah, like, that was so dumb. Caroline kept talking about the train and what it looked like. I was like, do you see this bow? have to understand the lore behind this so at the very end of the spl- like when we thought it was the final splat fest it was order versus chaos and they said whichever one wins is going to propel the future of splatoon chaos uh. one that's why they're calling this the city of chaos this is what the plot's going to revolve around this is why they had to leave Inkopolis because there was a i, I assume like a big war or some kind of chaos um where they had to leave Inkopolis, and now they're <laughs> in Splatlands, and it's so in deep. the big ruins and destructions and then he you know he walks up and sees oh my god there's so much to analyze Rebecca. about this hairstyles there's no more gender to it anymore you Rebecca, just pick whatever hairstyles did you see the bow the bo- okay but i haven't gotten there yet <laughs> the bow and not just that there's lots of other like it's making it i think more action oriented and they're adding so many new ideas to it just like we wanted to do oh my mm-hmm. gosh all the and then did you see the little the little fish the little guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, i think yep. they call it the little buddy yeah. oh, oh my gosh so they said it's going to bring the returning 4v4 turf war matches back to Switch next year, 2022. So we have we now have a little bit of a roadmap. We've got some games for the first half of this year. Mm-hmm. We know there's some rumors and we expect some other things for the second half of this year. We know Breath of the Wild 2 is out there somewhere. And now we know Splatoon 3 is out there somewhere. So we've got some stuff to expect. So my question to you guys is, especially Rebecca, we now know Splatoon 3 is coming. 
What can they do to it to make it better? Okay, well, first of all, I just want to say I was wrong. I will be the first one to admit when I was saying that there can't be a Splatoon 3. I was like, oh, I'm going to have fun with Rebecca. (laughs) Yeah, I can can admit when I'm wrong. This brings the possibility of possibly they could do a Mario Kart 9, by the way, because my theory just got thrown out the window. Um, I'm happy to be wrong. Absolutely. I think the fact that they're showing they're showing these new weapons, they're kind of showing the platform before they go mm-hmm. into the turf war, kind of what those new mechanics might look like. So I think just like how in Splatoon 2 we got new mechanics for the tor- turf war, we're going to get that in Splatoon 3 as well. But it also seems, I'm very curious about the little um, fish little buddy that yeah, they had us do? customize. I think that's going to be more than just the story. I think that's probably going to have some kind of play into like a new mode, just like in Salmon Run. <laughs> Um, You know, we we had all those teasers about what Salmon Run was going to be. And I think all of what we saw, like waiting on the bus and stuff is kind of reminiscent of the Octo expansion trailers as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, So I think that is some kind of hint to what it will be. I don't as for what that is. I don't know. I'm going to be thinking about it a lot, though. (laughs) I saw a lot more versatility in that the gameplay is like, okay, and instead of just going down and up, it looks like you're jumping up a lot more in this game so it's gonna be a lot more height oriented the the little buddy i i'm imagining that could be your extra special skill you know you could throw around like maybe it's like a turret or maybe it kind of heals you a little bit during like a like a hardcore battle um so i'm thinking of those different side mechanics what i really want from this platoon 3 though is more moats i just don't want turf war i want salmon run constantly i want more pve stuff as well um Sam. so mm-hmm. hopefully they bring that to the table yep nope, same. it seems and i hope this is true i hope that the campaign that comes with it is more like octo expansion than okay. the single player that came with the first two games i wasn't good enough to be um octo i didn't expansion. really have any it's, it's hard it's really it's too tough. hard i quit I was um like, but i think really oh okay <laughs> story is very dark it's very involved it's very you know lore oriented and you know that's true of the first two campaigns as well i think there's aspects of that in those but octo expansion just blew that out of the water i really want the main campaign to be more like that thrack 94 says should he wait to play this game he hasn't played any splatoon i'm gonna say no um, yeah get splatoon, get splatoon 2 and play it um it's it's really it's really really good it's worth owning I want, I've said it a bunch, so I'm going to just repeat things I've said in the past. I definitely want the intro out of that game. Uh, it's the biggest, my biggest issue <laughs> is I sit there and wait 15 minutes before I can play it. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I want a, and then never had a problem. I want a compelling campaign. I love the Splatoon campaigns that we already have. I love their like 3D world platforming with Splatoon mechanics, and it's great. I would love to take mm-hmm. that step further. I want more modes. I want to, I, I know I've said Battle Royale. I'm going to give you a different one. I would love like the Metroid blast ball idea to come to Splatoon. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, I could see the ball where you're like shooting it and painting it and you can like spin around and stuff like that. That'd be a lot of fun. They actually had levels like that in the Octo Expansion. I don't know if you got to them where you're pushing the ball. Yeah. Yep. They do. They do have a few of those in in the, even the base campaign. They have a couple of those. So I'd love to see that come as Mm -hmm. a mode. Because, yeah, like with a soccer-like mode, a let's say they do a battle royale, a horde mode like Sam X Run, a turf mode, a capture the flag mode. Now you've got a lot of variety. And now yeah. I can play and Splatoon I- different oh. ways. 
Mm-hmm. I think now they hopefully feel confident with the player base to confidently do that. I still think that's the reason why they limited it before, because they didn't have confidence in how populated each of those modes would be. Mm-hmm. Seeing how well Splatoon 2 did, I feel like they have to be pretty confident in Splatoon 3. We hope. They're still rotating maps. Like, I want that to go away. Like, for the love of God, yeah. stop that. Um, and I want... I mean, I know the Splatoon has a ton of customization, so I'm not taking a shot at it, but I would like... I wanted, I would love to customize everything. I'd love to be able to yeah. swap out like mm-hmm. a special with every weapon. Like, let me completely customize my entire loadout exactly the way I want it without like, like having to grind through it and stuff. Like like, exactly. You know, yeah. like really let me play. Don't let me like, because it's so much of it right now is like class based, right? You've got the rifles, you've got the, the rollers. It's all about the got, weapons. Right. It's all I would about love to be able to mix and match all of that stuff. Yeah, the fear I have about that, and we've talked about this before, is I think the balancing of it, if you if you could just mix and match any specials and subs with whatever weapon you wanted, I think there would be extreme balance issues. I think eventually, though, with Splatoon 2, people have gotten the best that they could be with the RNG and everything. And even at their best, I've still seen lower level players compete in matches just fine. I think so. I, I think the it, balance like maybe could- if you're going to do that. I would say do it on the turf war, like, but the, the competitive, I think, should probably stay I was like competitive. Real. Okay, I was you just actually about to say overpowered. I was just yeah. about to say that maybe do it. Maybe you maybe you lock that away from certain modes. Like if competitive balance yeah, is worried. Whole, the whole point is if if there's a weapon that has like a really good special, maybe the sub isn't so good or whatever. You like so I think I think there has to be some kind of aspect to balance it. I want Splatoon uh, to have a yeah. I want Splatoon to have a battle pass. I think that could totally work for sure. I mean, my battle pass, I don't play any games like that. Um, so like Fortnite, Call of Duty, a lot of these live service games, they have a battle pass, which is basically a collection of missions that you do every season. And by huh. doing these things, you get certain rewards or loot or special things. So like in Fortnite, if you keep doing it, you may earn credit to buy something from the shop or you may earn a special gun or a special skin or something, but it's, it's like random, right? It might be like play a map with this gun or or play so many matches or do this mode or go here in this map and do this thing. Um, it just kind of gives you so more like incentive to keep playing. Splatfest, but with more variety. Yeah. yeah. I think with the Splatfest, I think I will get a little bit tired of it if they just keep having the same like mode for Splatfest every single time. I would like to see some kind of variety on that. I do love the ideas of like the monthly or however often event for it. Um, but I think you can only play so much turf war, you know, picking yeah, aside into it. Exactly. Uh, I think also something that I had wanted in Splatoon 2 was after the Splatfest that you get some kind of better reward than just this this snails that you get for it to power up your weapon. Um, I would have liked if we had an exclusive shirt for winning or something like that. Yep. Like maybe if you were on team cat versus dog and you won with team dog, maybe you would get to keep the dog shirt or something like that. Exactly. Just to but, show, or like maybe you get a special dog weapon or something. I see Kyle in the chat. And he's already talking about like Mario themed items. Like we can talk about this to the cows come on because mm-hmm. the Splatoon power player base, I think has been asking for this type of stuff for a very long time. And you mm-hmm. see things like apex and Fortnite and all these things that are doing this well. So like, mm-hmm. uh, Fortnite, the battle pass is $15 for like, it's like every three months you pay $15 for the pass, right? Mm-hmm. And a part of the pass gets you like an exclusive skin, an exclusive mm-hmm. weapon, uh, exclusive glider or whatever. And yeah, and then you're doing the tiers and you earn more stuff. You earn better loot, more customization, things like that. Splatoon is ripe for that. It's so good for that. 
I always thought they should have utilized the amiibo. We've talked yeah. about this. Scan mm-hmm. my Zelda amiibo onto it and give me a Princess Zelda dress for my character to wear. Yep. That would have been so perfect. Yep. And we talk about the same thing, like basically all the things that they do Animal Crossing wise in terms of like how they mm-hmm. can branch in. Do that in Splatoon. Splatoon could be a really big deal. Really big. And it's already a big franchise game as it is, but it could be a bigger deal. It could be even bigger than what they've currently made it. And uh, ultimately, I feel like all of that's just expectations set way too high. But Splatoon deserves it because it's really I mean, a good game. I don't think it's a expectations too high. It's like these cosmetics and these different things, it, they're going to make a ton of money off of a battle pass system. I know, but we just gave them like 20 ideas that they could implement that we'd all love. And it's just like, as I was thinking about everything we just said, I was like, they're not going to do any of that. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe they're... Te- I mean... They're messing with their so. own craft. Maybe they're testing it. Really, it's I like, hope. do we really want to go this route with Splatoon? I, I don't. So. I just want I, it to be. It's, I want it to be dark. I love the dark storyline because a lot of people think like, oh, it's this happy game with squids. No, mm-hmm. it is not at all. <laughs> and I think for you and a lot of Splatoon fans, that's a cool thing to have with the dark lore and the campaign and everything. But I feel like, like a lot of people, like including my girlfriend, mm-hmm. it's just going and playing Splatoon Turf War. And I'm glad that Splatoon has that fan base of both. You can have be a very hardcore fan and into the lore, but at the same time, you can just have fun and just yep. go into the matches. And, and I'm sure they'll do the same exact thing as Splatoon 3. I just hope it's just more. More of modes. More, and more Yeah. There's yeah. versatility, everything. Agreed. I love and then give me a tactical RPG Splatoon version, please. That would be good. <laughs> Splatoon <laughs> Tactical? That's awesome. Splatoon Tactical. Yeah. <laughs> that would be dope. That's really good, Garrett. Okay. Um, that, wait, that. wait, wait. There, you didn't say the Animal Crossing Mario update that's coming. Oh, They're adding yeah. Mario totally to sorry. Crossing. My bad. <laughs> didn't get there. Where starting on March 1st, you'll be able to add, you'll be able to go into the Nook shopping, little Nook stop store. And for Bells, you can order all the Mario themed items. They're mostly the ones oh. that were in New Leaf. The most interesting one, in my opinion, was the warp pipe, which you can place two of them down on your island. And if you go into one, it um, like kind of puts you down end. and then pops you out in the other. So it's kind of like a, a way to, to fast travel to the other side of your island if you really want to. That's so cool. That is cool. Yeah. A little creative. Okay. That's it with the direct. That is a pact. We talked about yeah. those and I sped through half of it and we stalked for an hour. Yeah. Oh. What a what a thing. And uh Splatoon 3, I, I think it's at 2022. So they dated it for yeah. next year. You know, I think Breath of the Wild 2 will be in that same time frame, but who knows? We'll mm-hmm. see. But yeah. And then Switch Pro? I think next Switch year? Pro will Oh man, be it has to be with Splatoon 3. And it's gonna be so good when they're like and it's 60 FPS Splatoon 3. And then it's Switch. 60 yes! FPS. 1440p <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> gotta buy it. Gotta get one. Gotta get one. Rebecca, we got a lot of questions. We do. I think this probably isn't even all of them. We'll try to hit as many <laughs> of them as we can. Um, uh, We could probably go on all night if we wanted to. First off, Zach wanted us to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10. How satisfied are we with the direct overall? I I would I would this is a perfect direct for me, but I would still refrain from giving a ten. I think for a lot of people, I'm I'm really just trying to think for others. I think for a lot of people out there, a ten meant Breath of the Wild two, and for those mm-hmm. people, they might be a little disappointed today. Um, I definitely would like it's a nine in terms of directs. It not mm-hmm. only was it chocked full of content, it had high light surprises that were big deals. It had low level surprises that were coming soon. It had a little something for everybody, a lot of variety. Um, spanning genres, spanning styles, 
Um, and for something that like directs used to not just be focused like on six months. Like we used to get a direct that would give us like four games that were coming out next year and two games coming mm-hmm. out next month and stuff like the majority of these games in this direct are coming out basically before August. So yeah. knowing that there is even more potentially on the way, um, I mean, mm-hmm. as far as expectations go, I, I don't necessarily think I could have had higher expectations for this direct. Sure. For me, I would have been pretty happy with it ending at um, Skyward Sword HD. And then when they gave me Splatoon, oh, I started crying. And that wasn't in the leak, Donnie. I saw the same no, thing it that wasn't. you saw. Yeah. So I thought they were ending. Okay, there's about 10 minutes left. We're ending with Skyward Sword. Like, this is this is fine. This is a good direct. And then Splatoon. Oh, it was so good. She's swooning. Made it for me. Zelda yeah. and Splatoon are my two favorite franchises. Yeah. Right. Um, I feel like this is a very good direct for you guys. For me, it, it it's not really one single franchise or a game that really stuck out to me. So I'm going to still give it like a seven. Just I think it's a good direct. It's a great presentation. Really cool games that I will get. Splatoon 3 and Skyward Sword, of course. It's just there wasn't a franchise or a game I was like, I need this now or I'm so like freaking out of my mind about it. I think triangle strategy looks cool. What game would um, that be? If you, if you don't mind, I would I... think like a fire emblem game, a remake or a Pokemon um, diamond and pearl that would have made me lose my mind. Um, I'm trying to think of other Nintendo ish games. Uh, Mario uh, Rabbids too. Yeah. Mario, yeah. Like the sequel to Mario Rabbids. Rabbids. Um, yeah. Something along the lines of that. But I think for now I'm, I'm, and also I would have liked Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. I don't know why they just seem like games that I probably would like more than Skyward Sword. I don't know. I don't know what's my beef with Skyward Sword. I, think, I will get it and I will play it. I think for a lot of people, that's probably true. Yeah. Having okay. played all three of them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I still never thought really that they were going to bring either of those two games. It's just really not in Nintendo's vein to do that. Yeah. And I, I, I definitely think it hurts. Wind Waker has a lot of fans right now. Every time I post a picture, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. sweets go bananas. And I'm just like, uh, for a long, long time, telling people like Wind Waker is my favorite Zelda game was like a not a good thing to say. For, oh, yeah. Wind Waker, and it, like for whatever reason, it's really come full circle. And I think it was the HD release, even mm-hmm. though I know all those people didn't play it. <laughs> like it didn't sell that many copies, but uh, I don't know. I think maybe like the visual overhaul or, or maybe streaming. I don't know what it is, but it, it definitely seems to have caught a resurgence in the last five the years. It didn't cycle. have the, the Zelda, Zelda cycle, cycle that happened. People, people, when Skyward Sword came out, people didn't like it, and then they That's warmed true. up to it, and then it became less popular, and now it's becoming popular. Like it's there's a Zelda cycle. I'm pretty it's sure there's point. an image online that yeah. has that. It's happened. I remember that every single Zelda game. Yep. Breath of the Wild is starting to get into that decline period right now. <laughs> yep. So I remember that with Majora's Mask. Everyone's yeah. like down it, and then when it re-releases, like oh my gosh, it's my favorite Zelda game. And I was like, where did you like, where come were you from? Where were you at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, relevant transition then Valhalla Outcast wants to know, does announcing Skyward Sword today hint that they don't have anything planned for a Zelda anniversary? I don't think so. Huh. I, I, wasn't, no. I wasn't necessarily expecting Zelda news today, 
because there were a lot of people I did when, boy, when they were like, we have a direct coming. I was like, Zelda, all the Zelda's out all the time. Uh, and then as I, I'm not going to lie to you. I started talking to Jeff and Jeff was like, I don't know. And when Jeff was, I'm like, oh God, he knows something. Not to listen. Don't listen to all that. Oh and I started God. arguing with him, but it was him and people in our discord and people online are making a very good point that if they are going to do a celebration, that's something they could likely just do on its own. Yeah. Like they could either release a, two minute video or they could do a Zelda direct. And I think Zelda is There's, worth that kind of separation. Yeah. There's no way they were going to go 50 minutes without talking about Zelda. I, agree. I thought that maybe that they would. Like, I think what we got is what, what we're going to get for Zelda for this year. You really do for this year. I, I really do. I think I, I, really, I mean, we know that we're getting Breath of the wild news. I, I mean, okay, we might get, maybe you know towards the end of the year if that's still coming out this year which it might probably doesn't seem like it will this year um yeah i don't think I so but I, zelda news, but I, don't, I think those are the zelda releases that we're getting this year Air okay. Sword and age of calamity dlc i think there's still a good chance that we get one of the ports we could still get the ports of something else i think that's it's possible kind of a port it's a remaster yeah yeah i know it is and uh mm-hmm. it's I, I for some other reason like there's still a lot of leeway after like August, right? Like all the way up through January, even early next year. There's still a lot of road that they could fill fit that in at some point. I'm not saying they will. I don't know. I just think it could happen. I, I think it could happen. It could happen. I'm not holding my breath, but I am. And I, I talked to Rebecca about this. I'm really glad that they talked about it today because I was telling Jeff, I was like, if they don't say Zelda, in 50 minutes, people are going to riot. People are going to be so mad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, have you seen the internet? People are sure that Zelda's going to be there tomorrow. And if there's no Zelda, they're going to be pissed. <laughs> there was no doubt in my mind, honestly. Yeah, yeah so I'm really glad that they um, said something. Ryan wants to know, how much did you like the improved frame rate on Skyward Sword HD? We we said we loved yeah, that, yeah, right? We talked about it. Yeah, six, yeah, six frames is perfect. Um, what do you think of the possibility of further upgrading Wind Waker and Twilight Princess to run at the same speed on Switch for Zelda for 35 later this year? I think they could be really cool. Um, I think that that's definitely awesome. something they could do. I, and, you know, I said it last week on on Sheck. I, I was never – I had a really hard time believing that a lot of people wanted them to release all three games in a pack. And I had a really hard time they're doing it because, as I said last week, they could release them all separately and sell them all separately. And maybe spacing out the announcements is an easy way to do that. Like, maybe if you don't announce all three at the same time, people aren't like, they should have been in a bundle. Like, you release Skyward Sword, it comes out, and they're like, and by the way, here comes Wind Waker. And you're like, oh, I'm going to buy it too, you know? The fact that Skyward Sword is July and not October, November, I think helps the argument that there's something else. Mm-hmm. Or at least could be. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm i going to draw an idea from Rebecca's Nintendo Indirect. Let's get a triple pack of Zelda, Phantom Hourglass, and Spirit Tracks, and Wind Waker all together. And you have to be. Yeah. Then be Phantom Hourglass. <laughs> and, I think uh, if you're going to do a pack, it would be that. Honestly. That'd be cool. Because. Um, I could see them just doing the Wii U collection. Right. It'd just be Wind Waker and Twilight and just two. That, that's what I was thinking as well. That's another idea. I think they, they could sell those separately, though. I think you have a harder time selling Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks on their own mm-hmm. than you do those two games. So pack them in with Wind Waker, make it $70 instead of $60, and call it a day. Well, I, I think they've already done it separately for Wii U. Like, 
they don't need that much more work and just put it in Switch. They really don't need to do any DLC or anything like that. They just literally just put a double disc, 60 bucks. I mean, like, I know that's not Nintendo, but yeah. it's it's it's, it's just not. barely any work, though. Best case scenario, we get them both for $60 each. That's the best right. case scenario. We get both. I don't of them. even think we're going to get that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's hard. I just never thought that they were. I just want to play them, and I'm not, I'm not a Wii U player at yeah. all. I don't have a Wii. I mean, I want to play them too, and I have the Wii U, and I've played it so much on Wii U, I want to play it on Switch. Now I'm, now I'm at that point, it's like I'm holding off on playing Wind Waker because I would like to play it on Switch if possible. Like, what I would hate is to play Wind Waker now for a month and then it get announced for Switch for like October. <laughs> It's like, mm-hmm. damn it! <laughs> I could have waited. I think they know they're gonna get a lot more sales and copies on the Switch versus Wii U. As I well with these games. to give people hope. I think it would be, and now this. Now I'm gonna defend this first. This does not mean that it's out of the possibility for Nintendo because Nintendo does this mess all the time. But it would be kind of asinine for them not to release Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on Switch at some point, given the history that we yeah. have with Wii U games being ported to Switch and their performance. So maybe it doesn't come this yeah. year. That doesn't mean it doesn't come next year or the year after. Like, I definitely think those games will make it at some point. Because everything else has. I think I saw Mario 3D World sales and it's just like skyrocketed. Yeah, everything else has. So like, why, yeah. would th- why would those be the two that you don't? Like, why would those be the two that you don't? Yeah. The reason is because they, because they're remasters already. And I think they Exactly. Don't, just port them. It's they like, don't have a habit of. Yeah, but they don't have a habit of doing that. And again, I know no, I've been wrong. No, they do. With Mario 3D they All-Stars, they, they port it. <laughs> it's not a remaster, for sure. Well, uh, Oh, no, that's what I that's what I mean. It's not like... Oh, so here, that argument would be, okay, so if they had remastered 64 or Galaxy or something mm-hmm. for the Wii U, then then put that on the Switch. Sure. I feel like that's not really in the van of what they do. Oh, okay. Okay. Sounds good. I'd be wrong. I don't know. I just, <laughs> yes, I, I just want to play them. I just want to play them. I love Wind Waker, and I would love nothing more than to own it again. So, uh, Kevin just wanted to know, oh, he said, aside from Zelda and Splatoon 3, I think he knows what my favorites were, um, what were our favorite <laughs> announcements? Donnie, I think yours is quite obvious. Mario freaking golf. That's my favorite announcement from the show, period. And even with Splatoon and and the Skyrim yeah. Sword, is absolutely is Mario Golf, without without a doubt. I think mine would be the Age of Calamity DLC if I knew more about it. I feel like I want to get excited for that. And I'm like so close to getting excited for it. But it's like, well, what is Rebecca, it? Rebecca, expandable roster. Expandable roster. Could be Space Jam. You get some vignettes. 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 <laughs> yes. Um, uh, for me, I mean, I'm really excited for Project Triangle Strategy. I'm just, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for that. I'm not like super excited, but like there's a game there. I, I think I'll like it. Mario Golf, though, I'm with you, Donnie. I'm actually pretty excited for a good Mario Golf game. And I'll be all for playing with y'all. Yes. Yeah. It's happening. It's all happening, guys. You're going to turn me into a golf person. That's right. <laughs> That's what you signed up for. <laughs> Um, West 3DP wants to know, do you think we're getting Zelda Joy-Cons only and not a full Switch to prep for dropping the Switch Pro or just because they're lazy? <laughs> I love the question. I think Joy-Cons will sell more than a system alone. Uh-huh. And yeah, I've said it 
many times, so this is not a shocker, I think Breath of the Wild 2 will get dated whenever they're ready to unveil whatever iteration of the Switch they have. And I expect a Zelda version of that to be there. So that doesn't mean they couldn't do this for Skyward Sword 2. But, oh, this is really good. Rebecca, how well do you expect Skyward Sword to sell? Do you expect it to be like a big, big release? I think it will sell more than Link's Awakening did. I agree with that. But I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it'll come anywhere close to like our top ten. That I also agree seller. with. And I don't think I don't think a system would really push that game a whole lot. Collectors for yeah. sure. Like there are people who buy it, don't get me wrong. People who buy anything Zelda. But like the remaster, no. No. no like no, the Joy Cons no. is plenty. The Joy Cons is a way to push that game. And there may be people that don't even want to play Skyward Sword have already played it. They'll probably still get the Joy Cons. Yeah, those Joy Cons look just Zelda. Yeah, to me. yeah. You don't want to just not Skyward Sword Con. Mm-hmm. You don't want to gate it off to an entire system purchase when you can sell, you know, maybe ten million more just Joy Cons. Makes sense. Sounds Sean good. Capri wants to know: Will Project Triangle Strategy be your game of the year? Why or why not? It won't be. My answer: Why is Mario Golf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> Ryan Turford also wants to know how cool this uh, Project Triangle strategy looked and how hyped is Planned Explosion. I mean, I'm hyped for it. I want to play the demo, get a feel of the gameplay, and I'm sure I'm going to love it because it's tactical RPG goodness. But yeah. He I'm... also wants to know. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm just yeah. cautiously optimistic. Yeah, and, and I'll yeah. add that. I also wanted to know, with the Direct focusing almost entirely on games for the first half of the year for Nintendo, do y'all think we're going to be getting a similarly sized Direct later in the year around E3 time? Absolutely. I don't necessarily know if it'll be June. I I know that's the expectation, but they skipped June last year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if E3 gets off digitally, if if that means anything for Nintendo. I don't know if if they do it or don't. I don't know. Do I expect another Direct? Yeah, because 80% of these announcements occur before July. So that means that from August through January, February, because I don't necessarily look at it cut off December 31st, because a lot of times they have a January game or a February game. Um, I definitely think we will get another direct just as meaty. Um, Garrett, you're talking about Pokemon. I never expected Pokemon to be here today. Because, I mean, I didn't expect it right, either. Pokemon yeah. Company is going to do that themselves. And I definitely expect that Pokemon expect- Remasters will be in the fall. And yep. Pokemon Company will say it, and then Nintendo will say it again. Like they will also have a direct yeah. where they remind everybody that Pokemon games are coming. Um, so yeah, and that's why I don't give up hope for more Zelda content. I do agree. Like it almost feels greedy to ask for more than one Zelda game. It does. Uh, just as a Zelda fan is like, oof, that's probably not going to happen, and it probably isn't. But given that it is the anniversary and all that, I think there's some there's some hope and enough wiggle room that if they want to do it, it's there for them to do so. So. I'm, I'm not giving up hope yet. And I think mm-hmm. because I think there's a lot of road left in the second half of the year, yeah. that's kind of what I'm clinging on to. I'm hoping there's something. <laughs> you got to know how we, how we sound to people who are just waiting for a morsel of something Metroid and franchises like that who get so swept away because they don't even get acknowledged. Wait, and what's Metroid? <laughs> exactly. This game series that doesn't sell very well, although for some reason the, the internet keeps saying, right? For two Zeldas in one year, plus the DLC we're already getting. Yeah, it sounds crazy. I'm only saying that because of the anniversary. 
which they didn't really touch on. Tetra's anniversary too, by the way. Yeah. Same year, 35. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm not giving up hope on Metroid either. I, I told you guys I believed in the 2D rumor, oh. and I still do. I was kind of disappointed that there wasn't a 2D Metroid game in there. I still think it's in I the think, works. I think that's something for there. E3. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big release. Yeah. So I'm not giving up hope. Also, I was I was kind of surprised that, you know, they did say it was going to be stuff in the first half of the year, but we had a surprising amount of stuff that was like after June, I think, that yep. we'll need updates on. So I think um was a lie from Nintendo. So I think, the you know, just that fact alone means we'll get something around E3 time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And the other thing, you know, I said it today, we have third parties that are still going to release content that we don't know about. We still have indies that we're tracking that have yet to release. Like, there's no Silk Song, there's no Sports Story, whereas Mineko's Night Market, there are games that we know of that have yet to be released that we're still waiting on. And I expect that they will fill in that time too, which means that they will need to be announced and, you know, marketed as well. So I definitely think, Ryan, I think we'll get another Media Direct at some point at the end of this year. I, uh, Rebecca, did you see the news story that they were hiring for a producer to do directs? Uh, I didn't see that, but I saw they were hiring. Grezzo Studios was hiring for someone. Is that the same thing? No, I think Nintendo actually had a listing up for somebody to do. I think it was explicitly stated like video Uh, production manager for Nintendo directs. So I don't think the medium is dead. I've been saying that all year when people are saying that. I don't think the medium is dead. I think we will get more. And I definitely think we'll get more um, the rest of this year. So I think so. I'm glad that they're back. It's I think. I just love the format. Oh, man. Today felt great. Did, oh. Josh wants to know, how do you feel that we got confirmation for Breath of the Wild 2 news later this year? And how do you feel about Skyward Sword HD? I feel like Breath of the Wild 2 is Sword. 2022. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm right. I just, I kept coming to that conclusion the more and more I kept thinking about what was happening. I don't think it's this year. Um, for a lot of reasons. It's not just because I think, one, I think Nintendo has a lot of software this year, and I don't think they need it. I think Nintendo wants to pair it with a Switch revision that I do believe is happening. I think there's plenty of smoke to to believe mm-hmm. that. And I don't think they're ready to release it yet because the Switch is still selling so well. So they don't need it again. Like There's lots of business reasons why they don't need to rush it. Mm-hmm. Also, Zelda games, new Zelda games, long history of delays, tons. And people can say that it's delayed, but it's not. We don't have a date for it. We never have had a date for it. People are just expecting it to be this year. It was never like, it's going to be out this year. Like, nobody knows. So I thought, I actually thought the fact that he came out and addressed that it's out there, didn't give any expectations and everything. It's a very soft way of letting you know, maybe cool it on the Breath of the Wild 2 is out November thing. Like, it's probably not. It's probably probably not going to be there. And if it is, we'll all be pleasantly surprised and we'll play Breath of the Wild and it'll sell 20 million copies and <laughs> we'll talk about it for half a year. But I don't, what do you guys think about the, my idea that there's so much software that they have to push? Like, it's not like a waste because it's going to sell regardless. That's not the point mm-hmm. I'm trying to make. It's just like, why would you release it in a time where you have so many options out there? Like, you just hold it a little bit until you have less, you know? That's- that's why I think that we wouldn't also get Wind Waker or Twilight Princess or anything like that. Like, sure, it could be very, very easy and very good money for them. But at the end of the day, do they really want two new Zelda games new for many, many, many people mm-hmm. on their shelves? It's a very good Christmas. point. That's Probably true. Not. Very good point. 
especially since there's two other Zelda games for new Switch owners on top of Skyward Sword. Yeah. And like with the with the ports and stuff, they could always just save those for a rainy day. Like a really great thing to drop That's in true. the middle of summer. Yeah. It's like Link's Awakening, right? Like we just released this brand new Zelda game. We're not going to have a Zelda game for four years. Like let's get a port, you know, so they could always just have that in their back pocket ready to go. They know if they ever if they ever get a delay or something doesn't go right, what can they do? Wind Waker. It's coming soon. Like they can always pull that card. They have that card to play. Uh, Josh about Skyward Sword HD. I'm excited to revisit it. I'm excited to revisit with a different control scheme and see if it changes my opinion on it overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Skyward Sword. I think it's a beautiful game. I think it has, I think arguably the best soundtrack and the best music of the entire series, in my opinion. Um, okay. But the the story structure and a lot of those things, it gets a little samey, I think, towards the end. Um, and ultimately, it's just not, it's never been one of my favorites. It's maybe top half, but towards the bottom of that. So I'm excited to go back to it and see if it's any better. I'm definitely going to buy it for sure. Cause I mean, it's a big Zelda game and I mean, we love Zelda. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely interested in it. Um, I, I heard from her back in also a couple of my friends, there are awesome Zelda moments in there. Like, Very much so. Definitely. Okay, cool. This I'm is all the for this best game. princess Zelda. <laughs> oh, it's just okay. iconic. Yeah. For like the series, iconic Zelda moments are here for I sure. See. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of good that. characters too. We have characters like Groose. I really like Scrapper. People get um give Fee a lot of flack, but she actually has a pretty decent story arc, I think. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of I good agree. characters too. Yep. Cool. That's a fair questions. I just scrolled through Twitter. Everything else was really just kind of repeats of what we already answered. Cool. Awesome. Well, that's it for Nintendo Direct Day 2021. It's been a long time coming since we got here. Um you know, ultimately, when I come out of these things, because it's all marketing, I always tell people, if you come away from one of these wanting to buy two or three things, it's usually a success. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think for all three of us, I mean, I think we all come away here at least two or three things to buy. Yeah. I think I'm more at like least. five or six or seven. So, I yeah. mean, I'm like, I'm digging it. I'm like, this is great. Uh, Rebecca, to buy. you did mention right before we recorded that some of the internet uh, may be a little down on it. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know. I was seeing, because when I, <laughs> after I was done watching it, I tweeted, I'm dead in a really good way. But a lot of people thought that I meant that in a bad way. They're like, yeah, there wasn't really a whole lot there. I was like, what? I'm dead because there was so much. I'm overwhelmed at the amazingness of it. And they're like, yeah, it was pretty meh. Try to figure <laughs> out how to explain that. Maybe, maybe just the, there's a lot of ports, I guess. Not well, you really. Got, you got Splatoon three. Yeah, like I know. That, a, a, it's a hard to throw hole. stones in anything when you got Splatoon three and Mario Golf. Like it's it's pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. If, I think I think the reason why is people were so have their hearts set on having Breath of the Wild two yeah. some kind of footage. Mm. I went into it. No, we're not going to get any of that. And if we do, it would be a pleasant surprise. But I was kind of expecting that we wouldn't. I've been trying to cool that off in the Discord for like Mm -hmm. 18 hours. (laughs) Like, ooh, everybody, chill. (laughs) Like, Like, I don't know. This is just. Even without that, even without Breath of the Wild, like, there's so much here. Like, I will be shocked Mm -hmm. if you watch this direct and didn't see one thing that you want to get. There are even That's things true. that I didn't know that I wanted to get that I'm probably going to get. Like, like the Knockout City game. Like, I'm, I'm not going to mm-hmm. tell you I'm the excited about it. Knockout City actually looks fun. Totally going like, to try to play that. I'm going to get Samurai Warriors. Game, I'm going to get Samurai weird. Warriors 5. 
Like, yeah, I'm not like cool. ecstatic to get it. I'm not over the moon. There's a totally lot of buy good Jap- JRPG goodness. There's a lot of visual novel Japanese games and also the triangle strategy. There was a lot of, yeah, a lot of get good that stuff. That Monster there. Hunter console. You need to get, get that Monster. I need this it. This comment, obviously, I'm not going to say who this is, but somebody was saying because there was no. No new Zelda, I guess they were talking about. They said no Zelda and no Bayonetta 3 news. I guess people I wonder, were expecting that too. And I don't mean to use, I'm just using him as an example. Um, I do feel like some people that had a Wii U come to these sorts of things with a different perspective. Because like a devout Wii U owner looks at this as like, man, I've had Skyward Sword. You know, like they may not be over the moon about that. Right? Like I wonder. I That's not true. You and I had a Wii U and we don't feel that way. I I know. I mean, I'm just wondering if I'm just a shill for Zelda at that point. <laughs> like, I'm just so much of a fan. Yeah, well, I'm, a sh- I'm a shill for Zelda. <laughs> like, I'm just so much of a fan, but it doesn't matter because I would buy all the Zelda games on every platform that they give me. On like, I am, I would, I am that person. I would just buy them all. Um, Sean Capri says Project Triangle Strategy equals best direct of all time. Sean, Sean I, I, wow, I don't more know hype than me. <laughs> why Sean is so. Uh, associating himself with this so hard. <laughs> he's like putting his name all over Yeah, he's it. just number one Project it's Final Triangle Fantasy Strategy fan. I think it's just the name. I think it's just trolling that, that, is what this oh, is. Oh, yeah. No. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think we're going to see Sean play 50 hours of this on stream? Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Sean, I, I put you on stage. You got to gotta pull through now. You guys need No More Heroes 3. Got to get it. All the No More Heroes games. I need to play the All first the one. <laughs> play the second one. My my recommendation, I've had a okay. few people ask me on Twitter, so just so I can get it out there on the podcast waves. If you're wanting to get into it, my suggestion is play No More Heroes 2 or Travis Strikes Again. No More Heroes 2 is going to be most like No More Heroes 3. Travis Strikes Again isn't like anything else in the series. It's a completely different game. Um, but No More Heroes 1, if, you don't, or if you're not nostalgic for it, feels a little hard to go back to. Um it's not as nearly as tight and cohesive as No More Heroes 2 is, in my opinion. But play all the games. Yeah, yeah, get them all. Support okay. Suda51 oh. and Grasshopper. We need them to make more games. We need mm-hmm. Lollipop Chainsaw to come to Switch is what we need. I remember that game. I love that <laughs> game. We're never going to get a port of that game ever again. When I see the cover of that game, I was like, this is this is a little ridiculous, right? <laughs> no, it's awesome. But it's got like so much like the Guns and Roses on the title and like James Gunn wrote the story. Yeah. Like there's so much licensing behind that game. I don't think we'll ever see it again. Yeah, but I would love to. That's true. All right, that's going to do it for us this week in the Nintendo Shack. Thank you so much for hanging out, Kooplings. On what is a great day, you know? Uh, yeah. If oh. you didn't like this day, I mean, it gets I'm a sorry. lot worse for for you as a Nintendo fan. <laughs> like this is a highlight moment. So if this is a letdown, like Don't it's been a rough year for you, hasn't it? Yeah. Like it hasn't been the Try best year. Try again in June. <laughs> Try again, Try in, again June. in June. I mean, yep. it was been a year since we have one of these. So, like, man, the, must, the last year or so must have been Four. really rough. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> Tough crowd. Exactly. Um, but we'll back. We'll be back next week as we talk about news. We did have some news that we, we're just not going to cover this week and uh, games that we've been playing for the last couple weeks. So, next week mm-hmm. we'll get back on track and back to normal. And we'll catch you then. Good night, Kooplings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.